When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hi there. Welcome to our little get-together we call a radio show and then turn into a podcast later. We actually call this talking real money because, well, it pretty much explains what we do. We talk about money, but we do it in a more realistic fashion than most of the other folks in the money media. I am Don McDonald. I am your sole host today. I would usually be joined by Tom Cock, but Tom is taking a break, staring out over the Pacific and Southern California in his luxurious room, the lap of luxury, and uh, just taking it easy. So I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, famous last words. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm I'm here to help. No, I, I'm I'm actually here to help. I really do want to help, and if I can help you. Avoid a financial dilemma or catastrophe. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, if I can help you get on a better path toward a better future, if I can help you understand how investing is really supposed to work, if I can help you avoid stupid spending, if I can uh, help you avoid being ripped off, because that happens way too often, if I can help you avoid getting really cruddy advice, or almost anything else, money-oriented, I'm here and I'm available to you almost every Saturday at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. And this is a good time to call because it's the first hour and it's usually quiet at the beginning. So this is a great opportunity for us to spend a little time together, try to solve your little financial dilemma, because I know to you it isn't little. It may be small, but it could loom large in the future. Little stuff adds up. And that's one of the big points of the program. Little stuff adds up. So give me a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Today's topic came about earlier today. I changed my topic because for some reason, my wife was listening to uh, a video podcast or video cast of uh, someone interviewing a local self-help guru, a guy who lives nearby. Uh, he's got some fame, I guess, as a self-help guy. But what I really wasn't paying attention. I was reading. But but what caught my ear was his description of what happened in his life in 2008. Now, you remember 2008, I hope. That was the end of the world. Remember, the world ended in 2008. It was the Great Depression. It started right then, and you know, we're still struggling through it today. Uh, yeah, no, it was just a really bad year. However, this gentleman was talking about how he lost everything on his stock and real estate 
investments. He did call them investments. He said investments. Stock and real estate. And what caught my attention was the fact that he said he lost everything. Now, it could have been hyperbole. But he said he spoke to his wife and she said, ah, oh, you know, we're going to lose our house, but I, I, this is not what it's important. We have each other and we can live on the streets if need be. It's, you know, I just want us to be together. Uh, so it sounded like, unless he was lying, that he lost everything. And, and it, it got me thinking. How can you lose everything? Do you know how hard it is to lose everything if you invest? We talk about losses a lot, but I want to talk about the likelihood of losing everything. Now, he mentioned both stocks and real estate. All right. Now, over that same period, I personally, I know this is just anecdotal, but I personally was invested in both some stocks and some real estate. Not as many stocks as I have today. I didn't have as much money. It was a while ago. Did have real estate, same real estate I'm sitting in today. Um, I, I didn't lose everything. The value of my home went down, but I wasn't selling. So how did he lose everything? Well, the real estate part is easy. The real estate part is really easy because what he likely did was speculate in real estate. He didn't really invest in real estate. He leveraged himself to the hilt to buy a bunch of properties, as so many did in 06 and 07 when that market was hot. But how did he lose it all in stocks? That's more difficult. We'll talk about it after this. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. So you don't lose it all. Give me a call. Ooh, that rhymes. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. This is Talking Real Money. Glad you're there. Hope you uh, can use our help now and again. I'm here alone this weekend. Tom has taken a brief vacation after a little bit of West Coast globe trotting. Portion of the globe. Small part. Uh, and uh, he'll be back next week. And then, of course, I'm going to dump him for a few weeks when I go take a uh, a cruise in Europe, northern Europe. So, uh, fair's fair. Give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. There's risk, and then there's the risk of losing everything. As I mentioned, I heard earlier today, my wife was listening to a podcast where some self-help guy was talking about how he lost everything on his investments in 2008. Lost everything in 2008. He was invested, as he said, in stocks and real estate. And uh, the thought occurred to me, well, how do you do that? The only way you can do it is to not invest, but to speculate. Because let me just give you an example. Let's say he just invested in the S&P 500, which we don't think is the best idea. But January 1, 2008, he went into the S&P 500 with a million dollars. By the end of 2008, 
he would have had uh, $630,000. He would not have lost it all. There's no way. As a matter of fact, if he had a globally diversified portfolio over that time, he would have lost a lot less. And if he had held a globally diversified portfolio over that whole decade, he would have actually made money by 2008. So he could not have been invested. The problem is we have to stop calling all of the stupid stuff that we do investing. It is not investing. My guess, he said he lost it all in real estate. I'm confident because he lives in the same community I do. I am. I knew more people, again, anecdotally, but a lot, particularly people in the real estate business, and a lot of his friends are in the real estate business. They went out and thought they were so smart. They were buying up properties in 06 and 07 and flipping those things and getting rich like that. They were just making fortunes. They were borrowing to the hilt. They were filling out those liar loans. They could, you know, they were borrowing millions of dollars, millions and millions and millions, thinking that, well, what, what, real estate can't go down. Well, real estate did go down. And if you had leverage, Leverage is a lovely thing, and this is something else you need to understand. You need to understand the power and the danger of leverage. Leverage is a wonderful way to magnify profits. If you put $100,000 into a million-dollar piece of real estate and that real estate goes up by $100,000, you doubled your money. If you put uh, if you if you borrow against stocks and the stock goes up, you make a lot of money on the dollars you invested because the other money is borrowed. But if you reverse that and you have a million dollar property and you uh, only put up a hundred thousand dollars and it goes down a hundred thousand dollars, well, you you just lost your hundred thousand dollars if it goes down more than that well now you're upside down in the property you owe more than the property is worth you're going to have to come up with extra money to get out of it so that's how you can lose it all but you can only lose everything by doing things that are the antithesis of what we call real investing and that is what Everything we talk about is is, uh, is is built upon. This concept of investing being things that are scientifically, academically shown to have been effective and, and have the ability to become more valuable in and of themselves. And by the way, that definition pretty much eliminates real estate as an investment. Definitely eliminates gold. It, it eliminates cryptocurrencies. And it eliminates real estate unless you're uh, operating it as a business or improving a property and improving it with sweat equity. But again, that's still kind of getting your money back. The only things that we believe are real investments are portfolios of securities that represent either a means by which you will get income 
debt payments, bonds, or by which you will enjoy growth as the assets grow more valuable, as the earnings grow over time. And those are stocks. Buying one stock doesn't do it. it you could lose it all. Buying 10 stocks, maybe you could lose it all. Buying 100, unlikely. Buying 10,000, as close to impossible as it can get. Which is why when I hear somebody say they lost it all in a market or two markets, as was the case in this situation, anybody who says they lost it all was not investing. By definition, they are not investing. They cannot be investing. And yet, you know, we take your questions, we talk with a lot of you on a regular basis, and it's it's strange to see how many loyal listeners we have who tell us that they are not really investing. And you need to know that what you're doing isn't investing, whether you like hearing it or not. And if you want to hear the truth, if you want to truly know what you're doing and what you shouldn't be doing, then you call us at 855-935-TALK and we talk over what you're doing. If you're not afraid to discover that you might not be doing it right, that you might be putting yourself in a situation where you could be in danger of losing, well, hopefully not everything, but a very large percentage even of what you have. If you really want to know, there aren't many places to go. So give me a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And remember, you can call every Saturday from noon to 2 Pacific time when we air the show in the Seattle area, oh, at 3 to 5 Eastern, and you can listen anywhere. Be right back, 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, phone number here is 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK. Uh, I'm Don. Tom is on vacation this weekend. And you are invited to call with almost anything that is a potential impact on your financial life. 855-935-8255. Calls free. Anything goes. Topic, pretty much open to whatever it is that's going on with you. Funny thing, I, I, I after I heard this, this self-help guy talking on this podcast about how he lost everything, I did some research to try to find out the stories, to hear some stories, other stories of people who lost everything in 2008 and the stories are legion they're really all over the internet there are a lot of people and it turns out that the vast majority of the store the stories not the stores the stories i read were about people who ended up losing their jobs owned more house than they could afford couldn't make the payments the value of their house fell and they didn't have enough to cover what they had borrowed on the mortgage in almost every case. And I probably read this morning, I don't know, a dozen or so on various news services. 
And again, what does that tell you? Leverage is not always your friend. You don't want to be right there at the ragged edge of your home value. You don't want to have tiny little down payments in a house uh, so that you've got little or no equity should markets fall. Because one thing we can tell you without any concern about being contradicted is that everything can go down. Everything can go down and can go down a lot and can stay down for a while. So don't think that just because you know something or you think you know something or just because you're in a market that's withstood all of the downturns or that you're in a defensive part of the economy with your stocks, don't think that you know what that future is going to look like because the reality is you haven't a clue. And the minute you start thinking you have a clue is when you start getting yourself in incredible fiscal trouble. The minute you think you know something you can't know. And we hear it all the time. I heard it on yesterday's Q&A edition. People calling in and saying, well, yeah, I'm not real happy with how this market's doing. So maybe I should put all my money in this market that's doing a lot better. Well, there was an article in, um, I think it was Morningstar, about how the biggest outflow right now, the biggest outflow in the mutual fund and ETF markets are from large cap value funds. Funds that tend to do well overall, but have extended periods where they don't. Well, we're in one of those periods where they haven't. And so what do people do when they're... One of their products, one of their investments doesn't do well. They start to look at the ones that have done well, not realizing that have means nothing. Have done means nothing about what they will do. doesn't tell you a darn thing, which is why we're so boring and we tell you to just stay diversified in a portfolio that you built based on a plan. you got to ring everything that resembles a hunch out of your financial life, everything. Stop thinking you think. You know something. Stop thinking you think you know. You don't know. You can't know. Give it up. And get what you really need. And if you want some help getting what you really need to enjoy the future that you really deserve, then you call 855 855- 935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And you can also call that number 24-7 and leave a question just like this. Hi, this is Barry in Seattle. My wife and I are looking at putting uh, many of our investments, which were in the market, some still in the market, into something that will give us more of a fixed return, but still at a higher level than than mutual bonds, for example. Maybe, and I'm hearing from people, uh, there's a hybrid corporate bond or a preferred bond that uh, that can be returning 6 or 7% a year. We'd be very happy to be able to get that as a return just safely 
relatively safely, we could accommodate uh, 13 to 15% variance in, in the amounts of money over time, assuming they're going to be back where they need to be. So that's what we're looking at. And we're thinking maybe 30 to 40% of our lifetime investments could be there uh, for the fixed income or something close to fixed income. Could you give me an idea what that's about? I do hear, I do hear comments about, well, if we have a recession, those kinds of bonds and other bonds could go down, not up. And it's hard for me to understand exactly what interest rates are going to do to affect a corporate bond that, you know, might be held as part of a group for four, four and a half years and then, then changed over. It will be partially managed, but not at a very high rate. Well, uh, you can't have, here's the problem. We're back to that same old story. You cannot have these things that you want. Yes, we would all, all love to have a 6 to 7% safe rate. We don't love that. But it doesn't exist. And anybody who tells you it does is lying to you. You can get a 6 to 7% rate, and it's probably some sort of a preferred stock fund. I don't know. You didn't give me the name of anything to look them up, but that would be my guess. Preferred stocks do have... Um, higher yields and they also have some capital some a little tiny bit of capital gains potential but here's the deal that's not safe preferred stock is risky corporate bonds can be risky if they're paying six or seven percent i guarantee they are risky and what can affect the 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 uh, value of those bonds well one interest rates if interest rates rise, if you want to sell a bond, you have to lower the price to sell it in a rising rate environment. But the thing that can hit corporate bonds the hardest is a downturn in the economy or a downturn for that particular business. Any business can go broke. And if a business goes broke, they don't just default on their stock. They often default on their bonds or their bond values plummet. So you cannot rely on anything to give you anything to give you a 6 to 7% return anything period you'll you'll believe it because somebody's telling you what you want to hear but they're lying and and we have a really difficult time with that for some reason we know that people lie but we don't think they can lie to us about things like investments when they do it all the time. Let's just make it really clear. If it's a 6 to 7% corporate bond or preferred stock, the risk is commensurately higher than the normal ones that pay about 3.5 to 4. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. 
They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Sorry about the little glitch before the uh, last break. Uh, my my interface that goes into my computer, for some reason, just glitched out. I had to reset it. So it's reset. Now it's working. 855-935-TALK is working, too. Give me a call. I'm Don. Tom's on vacation. And, Bill, you're up. Welcome to the program. Uh, my friend, my friend, Don, I just want to call wish you a very oh, happy gee. birthday. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I don't even buy it for a second. I don't buy it for a second, not for a half a second. You can't do that to me. You can't trick me with your bad Bill Clinton. You can bring you all the best on your birthday. And uh, stop it, Bill. You're just, you're We just want to, we just want to thank you for your lengthy and distinguished career. Maybe, maybe more. He was feeling badly for me. And uh, he was uh, feeling badly for me because he's listening instead of being on vacation. I can assure you that I will not be on the Disney Dream listening to you broadcast. I just want to thank you for what's that? <laughs> He's Hillary, not, Hillary. I said I can uh, I can assure you I will not be on my cruise sitting on a boat do. listening to you what do I, a show. Do. <laughs> Take a vacation, Bill. Oh, Bill hung up. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> that was Tom. I know that's Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry Tom, but my my uh my guy who is going to use your shirts to to uh staunch blood was better. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just... 855-935-talk. That's our, that's our phone number. We have a real caller uh who goes by the name of Wesley and I assume he's actually a real person. Hi, hi Wesley. Yeah. Hi, hi, how you doing Tom? I have a quick good, question. Good, good. I own about five uh properties and I'm trying to find out would it be better for me? I'm trying to find out what what to do with them. I mean, you know, I own them outright, but I have them. Yeah. I don't rent them. Uh, you know, they're homes. Uh, and wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Step back a minute, Wesley. You own five houses, yes. and you don't rent them out, and you own them free and clear. Yes. I know. Why do you own five houses? <laughs> Well, just curious. I, I were good deals at the time when I purchased them, and so I paid for yeah. them with cash. And so, you know, I have no mortgages on them. What was and, your plan for them? Were you holding them as an investment? Yes, I was uh, holding for retirement. I mean, you know, uh, trying to see uh, basically. What, what? Why aren't you renting them? I really couldn't answer that question. I mean, I purchased them at the time, you know, probably I have them about 10 years now. And so yeah. in turn, okay. um, I purchased them and my goal was to rent them, but I, it never formalized. I mean, they're okay. in pretty good shape. Well, then, then you, you have an asset that is doing very little for you. 
Um, you got really lucky. You got really, really lucky for about eight of the past 10 years. The values on those houses probably rose pretty decently, correct? Correct, yeah. And about, they're about 1.3 mil. And, but lately, those values have been declining. No, 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 I'm not talking about the taxes. I'm, if you tried to sell those today, you're going to probably get less for them than you would have gotten for them two years ago. You're right. You're probably right. A year and a half ago. Yeah. So here's what I would do. I would begin the process of unloading them. Okay. That's the question. And, and then, and then I would. What you're going to need to do, though, once you start this process, you now need a plan desperately because you went into these on a hunch and you did really well. That's called luck. You got Thank lucky. You. Yeah, I got lucky. You got lucky. Now you need a plan. How old are you, Wesley? I'm seventy. You need a plan to get you through the rest of life with this money. What's this $1 million plus going to do for you going forward? What do you need it to do for you? How should it be invested to do that? Those are things you're going to have to sit down with somebody and, and really plan out and make sure that somebody isn't a stockbroker or a real estate agent or an insurance agent. Make sure that somebody is a 100% fiduciary registered investment advisor who actually must always look out for your best interests. But start the process because, because we don't know what's going to happen. The average annual return for real estate nationwide is just about 1% over inflation. Okay. That's okay. awful. Yeah, yeah. You got lucky. You were yeah. in one of the hottest markets in America at a great time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I'm ready to get rid of some of them, you know, get rid of them and basically. Uh, I'd start getting rid of any of them you don't plan to live in. Right. I have one to live in. Yeah, okay. That's not the case. Yeah, live in that one and sell all the others because real estate is too focused in investment also. And uh, your, your risks are not as high as someone who has a lot of leverage, but they're still high enough. You know, that the that any real estate market anywhere in the country can suffer a dramatic decline, a big dramatic decline. True. Uh, if the workforce changes, you know, if, if businesses start to move somewhere cheaper, like we've seen a lot in California lately where businesses are moving out of there and going to Texas. We're seeing the same thing happen in the Northwest to some extent. So I would start the process, and then you got to, got to, got to get a plan. And then, of course, keep listening to us. Right. Of course, I listen to you every weekend. I mean, and that's why I'm calling. All right, sir. All right. I Perfect. You. But thank I would you. start the process. Start selling. All right. Thank you. All right, sir. Take care. Do a little tax planning along the way too, Wesley. Make sure that you have an accountant or someone who can help you avoid bracket creep paying uh, that uh, that excess capital gains tax, the name of which escapes me right now, but the 3.8. And so, uh, but really they're not doing you a lot of good and you got lucky. You, you got to just say, well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take, you got to, you got to cash in the chips. You won. Now you're losing a little. So I'd get out. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Give me a call, and we'll spend a little bit of time trying to uh, muddle through your money messes. I do love alliteration uh, because you've got them. You've got them. I mean, Wesley has a wonderful money mess, but it's still a money mess. Uh, he's, He's not diversified. He doesn't really have a, a portfolio plan for the future. Uh, those five houses, if you want to run them as a business, those could actually generate some decent retirement income, 
But again, the risks to the principal are high enough without that necessary diversification. If he wanted to keep one or two houses and rent them, okay, but I don't think he's going to do it. It didn't sound like it. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And remember, you can call that number 24-7. We take your calls and then take those recorded calls and answer them from time to time here or on our podcasts or elsewhere. And uh, we really do appreciate all the questions we get. You can also send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just go to the contact form there, and you can do it two ways. You can type them up. Or you can record them using the mic on your computer or on your iPhone or whatever it is, your Samsung phone or your Google phone. And uh, we'll get those in future podcasts, too. As a matter of fact, those get answered every Friday on the Friday Q&A show. So uh, we're trying to help you out every way we can. We'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And by the way, one of the ways you can sit down and just get a rudimentary plan, kind of a a, a start on developing a real life plan for your future or your taxes or whatever it might be, your, your specific portfolio situation, is to meet with one of our Appella advisors, which is free, which is easy, which is no obligation which is you're not going to suffer through a sales pitch either. We really help people, and it is really free. Now, we will not manage your money for free. If you want to hire us, you must pay us. Otherwise, just go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 